0: sushi. Borat Cultural Learnings of America for Make Benefit Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan We first meet Borat Zagdiev in his hometown of Kujek, a small tumble-down village. It's a place where neighbourly rivalry focuses on who has a step outside their house and who doesn't. As we discover, Borat shares his bedroom with livestock and proudly tells us that his sister is number four prostitute in whole of Kazakhstan. The local mechanic doubles as abortionist. His favourite hobbies he lists as ping-pong, sunbathing and disco dancing. His day job is less innocuous. He commentates the Kazakh running of the Jew competition with vigor and contempt. We're shown footage of this event. When the female Jew in oversized costume pauses momentarily, the excitement of our anti-Semitic commentator grows. A ceremonial oversized egg is produced by the Jew and dozens of young people rush the barriers to destroy the dew egg like a piñata. Borat is overjoyed to learn that he's been chosen to investigate the US and A, the greatest country in the world, on behalf of Kazakhs everywhere. He'll bring Azamat Bogotov with him as producer. Everybody in the village is pleased but his wife threatens to attack him if he cheats on her. Typically superstitious, Borat brings with him a jar of gypsy tears to help fight off AIDS. Borat reminds the town rapist to only rape humans, no animals. The camera crew soon touches down in New York City where Borat gets stuck into playing kiss-chase with random pedestrian men, his naive attempt at friendship. Sticking to his backward ways, Borat washes his clothes in the Central Park Lake and accidentally releases his companion chicken on the subway, starting fights with yet more strangers. We also see him masturbate in front of shop window mannequins and defecate in some expensively arranged Manhattan shrubbery. On the way upstairs to his hotel room, he complains in the lift that he will not move to a smaller room. But when he reaches his room, he's overjoyed to have a chair of his own to sit in. Following a bizarre scene where Azamat, apparently routinely, blow dries inside Borat's underpants, he reclines on the bed to watch the liberal, progressive, American program Baywatch. As soon as he sees CJ in red water panties, he falls in love. When he receives a message that his wife, back in Kazakhstan, has been killed by a bear, he sees it as a good omen. He's free to head to California to find Pamela Anderson, the wholesome girl of his dreams. He discusses the idea with his producer, Azamat, and they agree they should avoid flying to LA. The airlines can't be trusted since the Jews orchestrated 9-11. So, Borat takes driving lessons, the instructor agreeing to be Borat's boyfriend purely as a formality. On selecting a car to buy, he wants one that will help him attract a girlfriend with shaved vagin and with a built-in pussy magnet. True to form, he questions the potential car's ability to run down Jews and kill them. The dealership owner humours Borat and suggests which cars would help him do that. He scores interviews with some top politicians, including one that he solemnly convinces to eat cheese made from his wife's breasts during the televised discussion. Forever kissing men on the face and foregoing any women, Borat finds himself on a TV set. Here, the staff are entertained by his clumsiness, naivety, and over-enthusiasm. As the opening act for a rodeo, Borat is warned off wearing his moustache. It could give other men the wrong impression. Nevertheless, He dons cowboy hat and collects his mic. His rousing speech whips up the vast crowd until he then loses them with talk of George Bush drinking the blood of every terrorist and that only lizards will remain after the War of Terror. He then launches into the American national anthem unfortunately, He's using his own lyrics. He talks up the relative merits of Kazakhstan's potassium resources and the crowd turns hostile. It goes so badly even the dressage horse stumbles. Borat and Azamat drive on west, en route collecting a Baywatch magazine from a suspected gypsy yard sale. On seeing a small plastic Barbie doll did you shrink her, Gypsy? Then they're invited into a kindly Jewish household. But it's only when the lady shows off her Jewish art that Azamat and Borat twig that they're Jews, wary now of their concealed horns. The elderly couple shapeshift into cockroaches and start invading Borat's bedroom, slowly under the door. It's 3 a.m. and Borat has his crucifix close at hand. Azamat shares this state of terror and they both throw dollar bills at them, but nothing seems to dissuade them. There's nothing for it. The pair run from their room and drive away alive. Taught a good lesson by this event, Borat heads to a gun shop. What's the best gun to defend against the Jew? I'd recommend a 9mm or a forty-five. Borat doesn't have the right credentials, so must make do with a live black bear, Oksana, for protection. Next stop... The Magnolia Mansion Dining Society. After a brief lesson in table manners, where showing full frontal photos of his favourite son are frowned upon, Borat takes his place at the table. Here, he continuously mishears retired as retard and, after a visit to the restroom, presents his host with a bag of making dirt. After learning it's okay to invite guests of his own, a cheap-dressing, overweight hooker calls at the door. Borat quickly offends his new friends as he misreads their reaction and attempts to smooth out his unrefined conduct. The pastor announces he's leaving and soon even the police are called. Since his sister is number four prostitute in whole of Kazakhstan, prostitutes aren't so frowned upon with Borat in Kazakhstan as they are in America. Next, Borat's in an antique store. He slips and falls while surrounded by valuable artifacts and fine china, but when he goes to get up again, he causes yet more to crash to the ground and shatter. The dismayed owner can only watch the destruction unfold as Borat continues to break even more things as he keeps crashing to the floor. When finally the chaos is over, Borat has damaged $425 worth of antiques. He offers $180 and a bag full of pubic hair, explaining that he can get more in a few days' time. The owner and his wife order him out of the shop. When he finds Azamat masturbating over his Baywatch magazine, specifically the photos of Borat's love interest Pamela, Borat is enraged. Naked but for strategic post-production pixelation, the two Kazakhs wrestle. During this epic tussle, a sex toy is produced from an earlier gay pride event in Washington DC and used as a weapon. The fight spills out into the hotel corridor and downstairs to a mortgage broker's annual banquet. As a result of this vicious public fight, Azamat leaves Borat to fend for himself, taking the money Borat's passport, and even Oksana the bear. So, Borat hitchhikes west. He catches a ride with a group of young scholars, all frat boys. They all get very drunk and talk down women. You never call them afterwards. Why? Because they don't have telephones? No, because they don't have my respect. When they learn of Borat's infatuation and quest across the country to find lovely Pamela Anderson, they immediately show him a porn film she was in. Borat is gutted. He always thought of her as having saved herself for him. He feels so forlorn that he leaves the bus. On the sidewalk he burns the Baywatch magazine and while he can't bring himself to slaughter his chicken, he sets it free instead. Now, looking like a hobo, with bad hair and dirty grey suit, he stumbles upon a superchurch, currently in session ministering. People are speaking in tongues and praising the Lord with a big sound system behind them. They welcome Borat, in his current dejected state with open Christian arms. On the microphone, he asks the crowd if Jesus loves him. The response is deafeningly positive. He's made to briefly faint with the overwhelming power of Jesus. Then he catches a lift to LA with some of the parishioners. He bumps into Azamat Doing street theatre on the Sunset Strip and the two finally settle their differences. Azamat tells Borat that apparently women are allowed to write books in America and that Pamela has written one herself. She's doing a book signing around the corner the following day and Borat is totally reinvigorated. Azamat has even woven Borat a Kazakh wedding sack in preparation for the proposal. Borat will declare his love for her in the traditional Kazakh fashion. The day of the signing, Borat waits patiently in line with his sack folded under his arm. He knows from the Baywatch magazine that she's spontaneous, so he's hopeful it'll work. He's ready with his formal Kazakh-style wedding declarations also. These are like a brief but over-inclusive verbal breakdown of his family standing and honourable intent. Of course, she refuses him. Even so, he throws the sack firmly over her head and down to her waist before all hell breaks loose. Security rush in. She's screaming and runs off. He chases her through the bookstore, proclaiming his love for her. Security guards pursue him out into the parking lot. He now mistakes her terror as pre-wedding jitters, reassuring her he's nervous too. Borat is finally wrestled to the ground. Starring Sasha Baron Cohen, Ken Vision, Lunel, rated 15, directed by Larry Charles, released in the UK 2006, runtime 1 hour 24 minutes.